0: pokemon go trainer this is life after 50 a pokemon go podcast i am your host josh flores and welcome yeah welcome everybody welcome okay okay guys welcome to episode 16 get over it that'll make more sense once we get into our story This actually happened a couple days ago. I got out of work and I had a couple hours to kill before my doctor's appointment. So I decided to play. I put on an incense and I was just walking the streets of Metuchen, New Jersey. Not a bad place, actually. It's pretty good. And it was a nice day, so I really couldn't complain. I was catching Pokemon, spinning stops, completing tasks. I had to complete that research thing for the Festival of Lights. I finished that. I caught all the Pokemon. Pretty standard stuff. But that's actually what started bothering me. The fact that it was so standard, so run-of-the-mill. And not just this event, like Pokemon Go in general. Don't get me wrong, it was a good time, but it just didn't feel right. Sometimes I think, if I didn't have a podcast, would I be playing as hard as I did? Because sometimes I think that I play as hard as I do just to come on the podcast to be like, hey look, I actually got this for grinding as hard as I did, because I always try to encourage you to grind as hard as you can, because eventually you will achieve your goals and capture whatever Pokemon you desire. Unless it's mythical. If it's mythical, you get what you get, unless it's like Dark Rye or D. But I've been kind of bummed ever since that Detective Pikachu event. I know it doesn't mean a lot to you guys, but I really tried during that event and every subsequent event. Even in this Festival of Lights thing, I'm hatching eggs, I'm catching all the Pokemon, I have an incense on all the time, and it just never seems to work out. Now, I'm not saying all of this in order for you to feel sorry for me. That's definitely not the case. This story is more for how it kind of got all turned around in a moment. So there I was, capturing everything, doing what I thought I needed to do. When along the way, I passed someone, just a stranger, That stranger turns around and goes, hey. Now, I don't know if his hey was aggressive or because I'm from the East Coast that I take everything, especially an initial interaction as aggression, or maybe I was bummed out, or all of the above. Either way, I turned around and I let out a snarky what. The guy simply looked at me, smiled, and said, hey, are you playing Pokemon Go? Immediately, I was caught off guard. I thought to myself, what is this guy's angle? But as my negative thoughts persisted, he hit me with a oh, cool, do you want to be friends in the game? And that immediately blew me away. Here I am in my feelings and so wrapped up into this game that I didn't take a second to just look up really enjoy myself, and maybe scout to see if anyone else was playing. Because a lot of the things that I was feeling or that I was thinking was a creation of my own mind. Honestly, I've been bummed for a while because I haven't gotten the particular shinies that I wanted or the particular hundos that I wanted, but it's not always about what you get in the game. It's about how you play the game. I was doing everything right in the game, but I was sad. So I was having a not so great time. This person was really enjoying themselves, and they figured, hey, How can I make this experience even better? It's funny because from talking to this person, I could really tell in his voice and through his facial expressions that he was really excited for the game. He was really excited for the event. And that caught me off guard. It made me take a second look at myself and say, hey, what are you really playing for? And moments like those are moments why I play. And then I became really happy because I didn't get a shiny, I didn't get a hundo, but I did make a new friend. And trust me, in the long run, friendship, is a better investment than this game. But if you can increase your friendship through this game, I mean, win-win. Speaking of win-win, or I don't know if I won, but upon meeting this person, they told me their name. And their name was... Tony tony it really was tony i met another tony that plays pokemon go and that's not even the second tony i've met this is the third tony that i've met playing pokemon go that introduced themselves as tony and i have their phone number now in my phone as tony with a pokemon go last name that's actually insane to meet a whole new tony that plays pokemon go and it's pretty cool because a part of me is very excited to actually go out and play maybe i'll ask him to do the Garchomp Raid Day around here because I recently went to Bush Campus over at Ruckers in New Brunswick and that place has a ton of gyms and a ton of stops so Garchomp Raid Day definitely might be amazing there and maybe I'll ask my new friend Tony and hopefully he doesn't have a wife and if he has a wife I hope she doesn't shop as much as my other friend Tony's wife. Either way I had a lot of fun getting to know somebody new and talking to someone and just bouncing off thoughts about the game and about whatever it is we thought and it's moments like those that help me get over it anyway let's go into what's going on now and after the break we'll go into what's going on after Alright trainers, obviously you know this is the festival of lights by the time this episode comes out. Hopefully you'll have like a day or two left. Either way, this event for me, like I said in the beginning, is kind of meh. Yeah, I met the friend, but this event, come on. Shiny Morlo, like that's it. Tadbulb is crazy hard to catch. Morlo, crazy hard to catch for the Stardust. Like crazy hard to catch. tad bulb into belly bolt belly bolt it was kind of cool in scarlet and violet but it's kind of like not that great it has a decent amount of bulk so if it gets a move update in the future hopefully it'll be better do your best to catch tad bulb i've used ultra balls and raspberries i'm not going to use my ultra my golden raspberries on this if it's not even going to be that good Speaking of not good, I'm sorry to hate so much, but you have 2 times Stardust for hatching Pokemon. Hatching Pokemon is great, but catching Pokemon is better. 2x Stardust and candy. And you're like, hey, but shouldn't that be good? Sh- sort of. If you're down for more Elekid, Magby, Dedene, or more Lull candy in the 7k eggs. If you're looking to hatch something in the other pools, that's great. But I think meeting Tony number three, I don't know. But meeting this most recent Tony has taught me that a lot of these things are very new and exciting for people. It's funny because I don't have a lot of these shinies. A lot of these shinies are new and exciting for me. But there's something about the event that just seems kind of stale, overdone. It's like the same thing over and over. It's like an event where a new Pokemon and a new shiny. It's funny because other content creators have said this. And I don't want to say the same thing that they're saying, but I am experiencing the same thing. Tony was a different level than me, but so I could understand that he kind of sees the game more through the eyes of a newer player. And that's great. So the question is asked, like, am I just jaded? Do I have too much experience? Is this game only for noobs? And at a certain point, is everyone just going to put it down because it is the same thing over and over again? It seemed like Pokemon Go was kind of making cool things. Like they have the routes and they have the party play. Which are great features, but nothing groundbreaking since remote raids. And then they take remote raids again. I've said this before, but... I just think that they need something to just spark a fire under everyone, under all the players, to the point where they they tell people, hey, remember Pokemon Go? Get back in. For Go Fest, it was like that. Froakie Community Day, definitely like that. And then these incense encounters for this Festival of Lights. Not bad But not good You know what I mean Honestly the only two things that I really want to see Are the Volby and the Elumis. Maybe the Blitzel And the other shinies Are just fine shinies But nothing is really boosted These Pokemon are available But nothing is boosted Not my kind of event Does every event have to be boosted? Yes, yes, I believe at least one thing to be boosted. There's nothing better than getting that that dopamine rush from getting a shiny, even if it's like a your ten thousand glammy out. Doesn't matter. Shiny's a shiny. Sometimes I got a shiny Baneri. I don't care. That's the last shiny that I got after uh, Wooper Community Day. I got a shiny Buneary. I was happy. I don't even know what that shiny Buneary was a part of, but I think I did a route and poof, shiny Buneary. Great. But that had nothing to do with an event. They make everything available, but not available. Not only that, but a lot of these Pokemon aren't even, most of these Pokemon aren't even PvP relevant. So for someone like me who likes PvP, maybe for someone like you who likes PvP, who likes to battle in any kind of capacity, none of these Pokemon are really meta relevant. Can't really, I mean, you can use them, but it'd kind of be a waste of resources. The field research task encounters walk a kilometer. Send a gift to uh, send a gift to a friend with a sticker. Is going to give you Darumaka. Walk a kilometer is going to give you Morlo. And spin ten Pokéstops is going to give you Tadbulb. I think ten Pokéstops will give you Tadbulb or Morlo, but I've only gotten Tadbulb from it. You have avatar items, exclusive blah 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 but at the bottom of the festival of lights it says also look forward to a raid day on november 11th we're gonna go in we're gonna go into that but why did they mention that at the bottom is it because they know that this is kind of like another throwaway event which is kind of messed up because this is supposed to be for the what is it the holy festival or something like that celebrate indian culture And it's like, it just seems kind of like an obligatory event and then using the culture behind it. I don't know. But again, like I was saying, what it does is it sets us up for a segue into Mega Garchomp. Garchomp in general is ranked really high in the Master League and the Ultra and the Great League. No. Not even Gabite, it's middle evolution really does well. This Pokemon really is a Master League Pokemon only, unless I guess you have the Shadow for the Ultra League and you have like that Shadow Dragon Tail damage because when you have a Shadow Pokemon, you do 20% more damage, but you do take 20% more. Mechaguard Chomp Raid Day is happening Saturday, November 11th. So hopefully I can have this episode out before then So you can raid Mega Garchomp And listen to this episode And be like oh wow we're listening to this guy talking about The thing that we're raiding for right now If you're lucky you might encounter a shiny Garchomp Who cares I'm sorry but if you care Then I care But I secretly don't care Because Garchomp, you want that hundo. You want that 96, that 98, that 100 percent And maybe you get that shundo, shiny hundo, shiny 100%. You're probably listening and saying, like, why are you explaining this to me? Well, I recently had to explain this to my best friend. So there you go. The event bonuses remote raid limit will be increased to ten on Saturday. So guard Chomp is only available from two to five p.m. local time on November eleventh, Saturday. But all day long, from twelve a.m. to eleven fifty-nine p.m., remote raids are increased from five to ten. You can receive up to five additional daily raid passes for spinning photo discs at gyms, and you'll have an increased chance to encounter shiny Garchomp from Mega Raids. This is a Mega Raid day or a raid day, whatever. There is like a, I want to say one in 10 odds. So you have a really, really, really good chance of getting a shiny. Like, a really, really good chance. So, if you're trying to get Shiny Garchomp off the rip, do this event. Do, like, five raids. I'm I'm sure you'll get a Shiny. Do, like, ten raids, and I'm sure you'll get a Shiny. Well, yeah, if you say it's one out of ten. But you know what I mean. There's an event exclusive tickets. Well, one exclusive ticket for five dollars or the equivalent pricing something in your currency you'll be able to purchase this ticket which gives you eight additional raid passes from spinning photo discs so you have that five plus the eight 13 and then increased chance to get rare candy xl from raid battles 50 percent more xp from battles two times stardust from raid battles excellent value i believe If you can afford it, do not break the bank doing it. But if you can afford it, if you're grinding for the hundo, candies, candy XL, XP, anything. And you are grinding for at least one of those things. At the very least, get your free raids in. One of those raid days, Hoenn raid days, I got a hundo um, septile. Never even had like a 90... 92 nothing septile and then i uh, or uh what is the trico and then on the raid day i jump straight to hundo septile this is going to be a great raid day it's an easy pokemon to take down it is ground and dragon hits like a truck But it is weak to fairy, and it is insanely weak to ice, because dragon is weak to ice, ground is weak to ice, this is dragon and ground, so ice, ice, baby. Four times weak to ice is what that means. (laughs) Hee-hee. web store bundle speaking of the web store i've noticed that the web store was kind of going strong with like the deals and now they do this thing where it's like you could either spend like 1300 poke coins in the game for a bundle which comes out to like 13 bucks but that's of coins or you can go to the web store and spend like 10 actual dollars on kind of like the same thing the web store is definitely the better deal but I wish I would have known that before I spent the money on the poker coins. But I got the poker coins from the web store. Oh man, they're doing it! All right, what else we got? Oh, maybe uh, if you listened to this before Mega Garchomp Raid Day. Uh, this probably doesn't matter, but it might matter. Only if you want to extend your Mega Garchomp raid day. Hopefully. If you go on the Pokemon Go website, they have uh, it says Pokemon Go local organized play expands to Europe. Now, I don't live in Europe. Maybe you live in Europe or next to Europe and you want to go to Europe. But basically, what it says is that trainers, you can now play Pokemon Go and other Pokemon games in Europe no that's not what it says what it says is that now there are pokemon sanction events for the tcg for the vcg for pokemon go and if you click on the link at the bottom of the news article it'll take you to a page where you essentially type in your coordinates or has a gps for your coordinates whatever and then There'll be places that pop up with like scheduled times where you can like meet other people, battle, you know, or just watch some stuff. I know you play Pokemon Go, but you're a Pokemon trainer. You probably do other things. I and mean, I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know your life. Anyway. We're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we are going to talk about all the other upcoming things because they're very exciting, I think. Are they? Yes, they are. No, we'll be we'll be right back. welcome pokemon go trainer this is life after 50 a pokemon go podcast i am your host josh flores and if you'd like to reach the show you can do so at pokemon go la50 at gmail.com pokemon go la50 on instagram and Twitters. send your questions your comments your concerns like comment subscribe share what else all that stuff listen to the episode rewind it listen to it again do all that stuff you know what i mean let's keep it going all right trainers how was your whooper community day apparently on whooper community day because there were branch evolutions the odds were not 1 in 25 they were 1 in 20 i thought that was odd because i left community day with like 40 shinies and i'm like what is going on not only that but i left with like an equal number of both of them not only not only that but a lot of players were reporting like the exact same number of shinies and catches and like kind of like a half and half situation and this is kind of going to make me sound like some sort of conspiracy nut but i feel like if they can do that they should do something like a shiny charm or a shiny booster or some sort of something like a lucky egg but like a shiny stone or something that you can use and then for 30 minutes you have like community day odds on whatever it is that like kind of you know what i mean like so instead of a master ball let's say it was like a golden incense that if you used it once every year or once every season thing and everything you get from that incense if it can be shiny it will be shiny granted it sounds like a way to cheat but it's not really cheating it's choosing when you want your shiny choosing when you want to spice it up a bit i think one of the things this game is missing is a way to spice it up and i think they did that a little bit with the master ball because the master ball gives you that oh i can really catch anything i want to if i really want to all right great but most of the time No one ever uses the master ball on a galarian bird. I lose a galarian bird like every other day because I just won't use my master ball on it And now I have two so it's twice as bad because I really really won't use it A part of me wants to end the game and see how many master balls I leave with anyway back to golden incenses Something like that could change the game for a lot of people Especially if some people only care about like that one shiny and maybe everything from that incense doesn't have to be shiny but maybe the odds are dramatically increased. I don't think the game needs to necessarily give you something without working for it, but why is it that sometimes I feel like I work very, very hard for something and I don't get it in this game? The funniest part is that before Pokemon Go, I really wasn't a shiny hunter or a collector, but this game kind of made it easy, and now I'm at a point where the game's not making it easy anymore, and it's like, okay, don't make it easy, but can you make it fun? This Festival of Lights thing isn't like a new event with a twist. It's just the same event. Kind of like the same event that I'm going to talk about right now. November 2023, Community Day Community Day Classic, Mareep. This is going on from Saturday, November 25th, 2023, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. I might be hating a little bit, but... Hey, look. Mareep into Ampharos is actually a really good Pokemon. Like, really, really good. The Shadow, better than... The Shadow Ampharos, better than regular Ampharos... If you're going to do Ultra League. And Great League, probably. But if not, that is 100% fine. You have... Mareep appearing in the wild from 2 to 5pm Mareep is a pure electric type when it evolves into Ampharos it is a pure electric type you have Mareep and then you have Flaffy and then you have Ampharos you can evolve mega evolve Ampharos from an electric type into mega Ampharos which is electric dragon type That is why the featured attack, when you evolve Ampharos or when you evolve Mareep into Ampharos or up to two hours after the event, only two. Remember, a regular community day gives you up until five hours after the event. And a lot of the bonuses are active and stuff like that. This is a community day classic. Ampharos, this is like its third time having a community day. So when you evolve Flaffy, Mareep's evolution, you will get an Ampharos that knows the charged attack, Dragon Pulse. When Ampharos Mega evolves into Mega Ampharos, it has that Dragon typing. So Dragon Pulse actually makes sense. Although, Ampharos, if you want to use it for the Great League, I think it's like a 0, 13, 15, and then for the Ultra League, it's like a 0... 14 13 something like that but definitely the rank ones for the great league and the ultra league are zero high defense high stamina and so if you want to or when you play this event hunt for those ivs where the attack is zero you really want that zero if you're going to use these in the ultra league or the great league You really don't want it for the Master League, but you want a high IV one in order to evolve it into that Mega, or just, I guess, a really, your, your best Shiny. In Trainer Battles and in Gyms and Raids, all around it's just going to do 90 power. Dragon Pulse. If you are going to use your Ampharos for Great League or Ultra League, take Dragon Pulse off, you're going to want Brutal Swing and Thunder Punch. Or brutal swing and trailblaze, or brutal swing and focus blast with the fast attack uh, vault switch. Very very good. I'm very excited. I cannot wait until I do this. One of the good things about one of the good things about the festival of lights is that a lot of marie are spawning. So try to get your hands on a very good Mareep before community day. Now. I don't know if the area around you rains, but today I couldn't get a good Mareep because it said that my area was raining, therefore everything was weather boosted. Therefore, the Pokemon will not have a zero in the attack stat. Because it is weather boosted, it will always have some IVs. Now, if you're looking for a Hundo, weather boosted Pokemon are a good thing to catch because their IVs are a smidge better a skosh as they say nobody says that um community classic special research story do this event participate in this event i know i've been talking a lot about returning events or repeating events but look if they're hot they're hot Froki just came out and if they did another Froki community day it would just be amazing all over again a little less but still then you're gonna have your field research tasks, your Pokestop showcases. Remember to save your really big and your really small Mareeps. Your field research. If you're looking for the hundo or the shundo, this is a good time to do it from field research, especially the hundo. Maybe not the shundo, I don't know. You know, good luck on that. But I have seen a lot of hundos that were caught from field research encounters or field research tasks. You know what I mean. All right, trainers. A special, special announcement just for you. Just for you trainers in Canada, around Canada or going to Canada this month. Says catch Pokemon at McDonald's in Canada this month. Aren't you excited? Yeah. Yeah. No, excite. Okay. If you like McDonald's, if you like Pokemon, Pokemon Go has put these two together. If you go to McDonald's, you will get nice little rewards, diabetes, high blood pressure, and shinies. And look, I'll deal with all that stuff if I get some shinies. You know what I mean? (laughs) Anyway. That was just a quick aside. Because... We're gonna stop this and start a new one. Fashion Week returns featuring some snazzy-looking Pokemon. We need new music for a new vibe. This fashion vibe. Trainers get ready for a Pokemon fashion show in Pokemon GO. Shiny Gothita makes its Pokemon GO debut joined by Dragonite and Wooper wearing fashionable costumes. You know how before I was kinda sad talking about everything that's kinda happening? Yeah, not this time. Yeah, why? Shiny Wooper. Shiny Dragonite. Shiny Gothita. Three Pokemon to chase. Dragonite normally isn't shiny in the wild. Or if it is, I don't know about it, but it will be now. And it will have a nice little bow tie. Dragonite's gonna have like a little bow tie, uh, you know, some lunettes. is gonna have that little scully, looking like a little cute burglar. And then speaking of McDonald's, Quagsire, kind of looking like the Hamburglar. Not really, but sort of. It looks like a, um, a special Hamburglar. Blue. Uh, Gothita, going to be shiny. Three new Shinies with the Evolution. Four, because a lot of these fashionable Pokemon you cannot evolve, but if you get the shiny Wooper, you can get the shiny Quagsire. I think Quacksire just will be spawning in the wild, but Quacksire won't have that shiny potential, but the Wooper will. This event is what I'm talking about. Introduce new shinies. If they're old, throw a bow or a hat, and I'm content. This is what I'm talking about. What am I talking about? What I'm talking about is that this is going down Wednesday, November 15, 2023 at 10 a.m. to Sunday november 19th 2023 8 p.m the 15th to the 19th fashion week four days probably a little bit over four and these are the pokemon go debuts dragonite wearing a fashionable costume whooper wearing a fashionable costume quagsire wearing a fashionable costume If you encounter Dragonite or Wooper, they can be shiny. Not the Quagsire, but you can evolve your Wooper into the Quagsire. That's no problem. The event bonuses, select avatar items will be on sale during fashion week. This might not seem like a lot to you, but if you like to spend money and you like to look cool and you like to keep your game not stale, buy some new clothes for yourself. This is the time where my primary Tony his wife should be shopping on the eShop for clothes. So go do that. You heard? <laughs> She's not here. Imagine she was here the whole time. Just Why are you always talking about me? Two times candy for catching Pokemon. Increased chance for level for trainers level 31 and up to receive candy XL for successfully catching Pokemon. Duh. But now there's an increased chance. There's a paid time research buy that I'll, I'll buy it for you i won't the wild encounters again i have to redeem myself we have pikachu wearing a summer hat diglett wearing a little bowler cap uh a gunk wearing a little bowler cap gothita female frillish furfrew and marini the Pikachu, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Teta, Fever, Pidgey, Seeking, Jotium, Dragonite, Gastly, Ponyta, Riporian, Ballyrat, Butterfree. Anyway, the Pikachu, Diglett, Whooper, and Gunk have costumes. Amazing. The Gothita, Frillish, and Furfru don't have costumes, but they don't need costumes. Gothita is amazing. Both Frillishes are amazing, but... For some reason, and I'll tell you in a second, they're featuring only the female. (gasps) Why? That's because it says some trainers might even encounter the following. Absol wearing, like, sunglasses, and then frillish, male frillish. So the female frillish is in regular pool. And then the extra special one is the male. I don't understand why it's more, more rare than the female. That doesn't make any sense. I encounter the male all the time in PvP. anyway furfrou. Furfrou has like 10 different forms eight different trims you need candy to trim it up and you need to be in certain locations to trim it up jt valor has a video where he trims every furfrou, every shiny furfrou, because he has like 10 of them and he goes everywhere in the world and he like turns them into what they're supposed to be it's great but this event is great because it has a lot of things for you to chase, and I, I might not be going to Egypt or anything to get like the Pharaoh trim or anything like that. But I do want eight fur fru shiny fur fruit, just in case. That's what this event is—is about the possibilities. This festival of lights is like if you get the Morlow, great. But then after that, you're just sitting there, like a uh, you know. This event has so much for you to chase. And if you get something, you can get something again. And if you get, you can evolve it. And it looks good because it has a costume. And if you have a hundo of something, you get another hundo. Well, this hundo has a costume. A little bit of variance goes a long way. And I think that's what they were doing. Now that I think about it, I think that's what the Pokemon Go company was doing. They're making these events kind of meh to really hype this one up or they don't know how to hype up their events anymore so they have to make other ones look bad in comparison to their more popular events like fashion week because fashion week has just been notably popular they knew it was going to be popular But it does seem like they paid a little bit more attention to this event than the Festival of Lights. Because last year, the Festival of Lights was actually really cool. Because a new Pokemon came out shiny. But shiny Chinchou or Chinchou did have like an increased chance to be shiny. Even though it wasn't like the featured Pokemon for last year's thing. Last year's featured Pokemon was... uh, I have no idea. doesn't matter. But this event is going to be amazing. Because in raids, in one-star raids, you're going to have the Diglett wearing a fashionable costume, the Wooper, the Sneasel, and the Furfruit. All of these Pokemon can be shiny. The Furfruit doesn't have a costume. Everything else does. So if you want to raid any of these, go for it. Three-star raids are going to have the Butterfree, Wearing a costume, butterfree is just a great shiny costume. Butterfree, amazing. Dragonite, all day, raid it all day. The candies, amazing for Dragonite. Dragonite's amazing to trade it to somebody if they get a hundo. You know, just it's just great, just great Pokemon to raid. Easy to raid. Curlia, sucks. I'm sorry. Curlia wearing a fashionable You can't even evolve this Curlia You want to know why I'm mad? Because I have that shiny Curlia You know why I'm more mad? Because I don't have a shiny Gardevoir I don't have a shiny Ralts I have a useless shiny Curlia that I cannot evolve Into Gardevoir Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, all these Pokemon you can evolve except for the Curly. I hope this year they will unlock it. Usually every year, the Pokemon last year that you couldn't evolve, you can evolve it this year. So hopefully they make that change. And I can finally have a shiny Gardevoir for once in my life. Eggs. All right, people. If you've listened to anything in this podcast fashion week do everything you can to play but if there's ever a time for you to hatch eggs it would have been riolu hatch day i missed it i don't know if you missed it but hopefully you got lucky and if you didn't get lucky hopefully you get lucky this time during fashion week the eggs are insane pichu not pikachu pichu wearing the summer hat so you can encounter Pikachu in the wild, but then if you hatch eggs, you can get the Pichu wearing the hat. Now, the Pichu, the baby, wearing the hat, shiny, the Pichu wearing the hat is already rare. Now, if you can get the shiny one of that, super ultra rare. Wooper is wearing a costume, you know, the little hat that I described in the beginning. He's in the pool. Smoochum is wearing a stupid little bow. That kind of... Uh, gets me a little upset because uh, you just slap a bow on something and you call it a costume Pokemon? Yes. Alright, well, I'm sold. Alright, Shinx, wearing a little bowler hat. I just love Shinx. Uh, It could have just been Shinx without anything. Just regular Shinx. And then Gothita. So, Pichu, Wooper, Smoochum, Shinx. All those Pokemon have costumes. And then Gothita has the shiny potential. If there ever was a time... To hatch eggs why because baby pokemon are just rare baby pokemon with a costume super rare and if you can get if you can pull off the hat trick baby baby pokemon with a costume shiny you're a legend let's go field research task encounters the butterfree that's what you can get. The Butterfree, the Diglett, the Whooper, the Curlia, the Shinx, and the Blitzo wearing a fashionable costume. Okay, Pokemon, go trainers. You can raid for the Curlia and the Butterfree. The only thing in this pool that is kind of research exclusive is the Blitzel. Everything else you can kind of get in the wild. But definitely that Curlia and that Butterfree, you know, everything, everything. I, I I don't know. Certain things have more priority, but they are all important if that makes any sense. And if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Collection challenge. You're going to have a collection challenge where you get an encounter with one Dragonite. Good luck. And then you have new avatar items. I'm not usually excited for costumes or anything like that, but the ones for these, amazing. They have a Gotha Tail top, and then they got a Ryu Ryu Nicholas top, and then the boots. I don't know. It looks like some sort of green monkey, like a semi-sage or something. Pretty cool. And then you got a denim jacket with a denim pants. Yes denim all day but the gothy thing it's cool you look like a dark um like a conductor or something like a or orchestral you know what do they conduct? Yeah, you know what i mean you know what i mean you have pokestop showcases remember the party play do not sleep on the party play do not sleep on the showcases do not sleep on routes you can sleep on routes routes kind of suck no everything actually has its purpose everything has its place all right trainer i hope you enjoyed that episode tune in next week when we talk about even more pokemon go related news stuff anyway go out there trainers make some friends be happy there's great stuff to look forward to but remember you don't have to be the very best you already are okay love you bye